0: Are you an adult with dyslexia? Are you longing for more in your life than the constant, relentless push and pull on your emotions that dyslexia can bring? What about those physical demands that require you to constantly shift gears, rethink? Can I do this? Well, my name is Hope, and I am your host. And I understand because I was diagnosed as an adult with dyslexia, and I often believed that I wasn't enough. Fear and shame were my constant companion. Until I met Christ, then everything changed. This podcast, Make Room for More, is devoted to encouraging and inspiring adults with dyslexia to make more room in their life for Christ. You will hear biblical truths that will uplift and challenge you to find a place for dyslexia in your life and let Christ take center stage of your life. Thank you for joining According to Paul, Romans one sixteen, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jews first, and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, The just shall live by faith. Today we are going to be answering the question What is the gospel? We will break the gospel down into five parts that will facilitate answering the following questions. Why is the life of Christ so powerful? Why was, is Christ's death so powerful? Why was, is Christ's burial so powerful? Why was, is Christ's resurrection so powerful? And lastly, why was, is Christ's ascension so powerful? Answering these questions will be individually discussed over a series of episodes, so please share this podcast with fellow dyslexics. Although I will be answering each question separately, they are not standalone topics. They are one powerful tapestry woven together by the love of Christ, and we will know and experience the power of the gospel if we allow them to work together. The theme of the power of the gospel is simple yet profound. So when answering the above questions, we will recognize the power of God in our daily life. So let's get started. My ongoing prayer has been that God make the gospel real to me. In short, the gospel is the plan of salvation. Remember the sanctuary service and the systems in the Old Testament? Well, this is it. In the New Testament, we call it the gospel, but it is the same thing. What is the gospel? Most people hurriedly say the good news, and they would be correct. However, the good news about what? I want you to use your imagination for a moment as I illustrate what the Bible means by good news. Imagine this. All the men in your city have gone out to do battle with your enemy. It could be fear. The enemy could be disappointment or anger or grief could be your insecurities, your doubts. It could be even dyslexia. And days, weeks, and months have gone by. Standing on the tower at his post is a watchman and he is looking for a runner. This runner's job is to report the progress of the battle. Finally, after hearing the runner give updates on the battle, some good news, some not so good news, in a far distance, The watchman can barely make the runner out. However, he, the runner, this time is wearing a laurel and he is waving in the air, palms from a branch. This can only mean one thing. We have won the battle. As the runner gets closer to the city, you can hear him shouting, and Gileon, and Gileon. The watchman on the tower and those watching and waiting erupt in praise. Why? Because the runner has brought the good news, and Gileon, that the battle has been fought and won over our enemy. We are victorious in Christ. Whether you are the watchman, runner, or soldier in the battle, we are witnesses that Jesus has fought and won the battle. This is the good news. This is the gospel. The good news we are and will experience and share with others, not just once, but every day. So you see, the gospel is more than good news. It is the story of Christ's victory for us. It is his word, his promise of victory. It is the story of his life, his death, burial and resurrection, and how through Christ we can live a victorious life. The Apostle Paul puts it this way. We are epistles of Christ, read by all. In other words, our lives, what we do, what we say, places we go, even the clothes we wear, the food we eat, is being observed by someone. What is your life saying about your relationship with Christ? What is your life saying about the power of the gospel in your life? Through Christ, our life can be a constant, resounding Angileon. Why? Because we stand victorious in Him by faith. And keep this in mind, at any time, you or I could be the soldier going to battle, the watchman on the wall, the runner, or those standing by by faith, daily experiencing the good news. The thing is, we don't have to wait. By faith, we can claim Jesus' victorious life now today, no matter what we're going through. Turn with me to 1 Corinthians 15, 1-4. The Apostle Paul wrote, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved. If you keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain." For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. Because you have been listening closely, you know that the question, what is the gospel, has been answered. It is the life, the death, the burial, the resurrection, and ascension of Christ. Paul further states, For those I preach the gospel, I have nothing to glory of. For necessity is laid upon me, yea, woe unto me if I preach not the gospel. 1 Corinthians 9.16 Many people think of the gospel as being a New Testament revelation. No, the gospel has always been preached. Yes, from the beginning. Remember Adam and Eve after they sinned? The gospel was made known to them. Read Genesis 3 and 4. The Apostle Paul goes on to say in Hebrews 4 two, For unto us was the gospel preached, as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. Now you must ask yourself the question, who is the them that Paul is talking about? Yes, you're right. It is the children of Israel as they wander through the wilderness. Remember I shared with you that the sanctuary service taught by Moses in the wilderness is the gospel. Each generation understood the gospel through the types and symbols of the sanctuary. I want to read another text of scripture to you. It's found in Galatians three eight, And the scriptures foreseeing that God would justify the heathens through faith. Preached before the gospel unto Abraham, saying, In these shall all nations be blessed. The power of the gospel unto salvation is for everyone that believes. So what does that say to us? Do you believe the gospel? Do you believe that Jesus came and that he lived, that he died and was, and was resurrected? If you do, then you are in possession of the gospel and you are powerful to share it. If you don't, then I invite you to accept the love, the gospel, and the peace of Jesus into your heart today. Thank you for tuning in each week to Make Room for More. If you would like to listen to archive shows, you may do so by going to www.makeroomformorepodcast.buddsprout.com. Once again, thank you so very much for joining us and have a wonderful week.